Hi everyone. Um, I've just come in from a night out, so I'm a few drinks down, but I just felt like I'm not going to bed yet, so I'm just going to have a chat. <laughs> One of my New Year's resolutions was to get my tits back out because I don't know why I ever put them away. Like my tits are great and I feel like when I went through a time of like real deep insecurity and real like body problems, like body image issues, I took it out on my tits and that like my breasts don't deserve to suffer. You know, they really do deserve to be seen by the world. So I've kind of like low-key got them a little bit out today but you know I'm taking it like baby steps and so that was fun but going out is like really an interesting one for me these days because I feel like I'm only really willing to go out if it's like an event like a friend's birthday or something like I just been to however the best nights are the spontaneous nights out although um on my last spontaneous night out I got spiked so I kind of feel like maybe, maybe it's not for me. I don't know. I don't want to ruin, like, I don't want those experiences to ruin my experiences. But I've been spiked twice now. And like, thank God, both time I was surrounded by my friends and like really, really helpful, incredible people. But that last time, it only happened like a few weeks ago. And I was disgusted, like, it really and truly being spiked is like one of the worst things because you lose all control of over everything and it's just really horrible that another human being like feels the need to like do that to somebody else but what had happened was is that I kind of decided like I don't want to go out anymore and I don't want to even like go to restaurants unless I'm getting a drink that is sealed like if it if it's sealed and I can open it myself like cool but if not I'm not doing that and I've worked in a bar so I know that you can't get like they can open the bottle in front of you and that's great but like you can't really like open it yourself ever which is a shame and they should probably rethink that um but I also get why it's an issue um yeah but I did just have fun with my friends uh went out for my friend's birthday and had a nice little dance it was a bottomless brunch at night um nice little dance and everything and you know I did drink but something that I found really troubling was that I could see them like walking around with like these open jugs like obviously like how it goes at bottomless brunch they like just willy-nilly pour it if, if you're feeling it and I'm just you know what I don't think I could do a free pour anymore I don't think I can I don't think I can I don't even think I can be the girl that's getting a shot fed to her by the bartender anymore and that's really sad that's really sad because you never ever want to be that girl you know the girl that's too scared to do everything but I have a good enough reason and maybe when I'm older like I'll feel comfortable enough to do that again with like the stupid fucking ugly stupid Tory government does something about spiking a lot of the time at the party we were chatting about like what's the update with guys and like Round about this time, half of the people are engaged or in serious relationships or even married. Um, and the other half are struggling and single. And I have not dated in a long time. And I don't want to. I'm not finding anyone attractive at the minute. But I feel like what had happened was is that I went on Tinder 
for a grand total of like maybe 24 hours um purely because all the guys that matched with me and wanted to meet me immediately first of all i need fucking two days to prepare at least i probably needed a week honestly i probably needed to go I needed to go get my eyelashes burnt. I'll probably need to go get in for a wax. I need manicure, pedicure. What do you think this is? Like, they were asking to meet that night or the next day. And I just thought, this is ridiculous. Um, But I really and truly, like, got it. Because I just want to, like, kind of, like, try talking to people again. Just see if I'm, like, any good at it. But with me, it's all about in person. I'm not a good texter. I've never been a good texter. Maybe with my friends I am. Because they know me and they know the way I talk. But I do not know how to text somebody that I don't already know and um talking to a lot of these guys was interesting because I felt like a lot of them were catfishes there was way too many people with like the most perfect chiseled bodies and just like looking like they walked out of a magazine men's health to be exact and I just thought you're catfishing me so I took screenshots of these guys and I went and I showed my friends and I was like guys what do you think like do you think these guys are catfishing me and they're tinder connoisseurs but even they were like no they're not catfishing you cynthia you're just fit and i was like you're fucking lying you're fucking lying because really and truly in real life all the guys i've ever been with have been fucking ugly like really 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 ugly like like i look back and i think oh my god i feel sick at the thought like the thought of being intimate with one of those guys again makes me physically sick and I don't know how a past version of me was ever able to even do that or go that far it's really really upsetting um thank god my type has changed because that was really not okay and also because I was like into the kind of like I don't want to say Pete Davidson because I've never found Pete Davidson attractive no offense to him but like that kind of guy I was like really into that like before it became a trend and then all of a sudden like all the all the celebs are getting on this trend of like the rock star boyfriend who's like who looks like he can't he doesn't sleep um but I was on that I was on that years ago and people clown me for it and then all of a sudden it it was a thing and after then I'd moved on I'd moved on I thought nah no more only pretty boys from now on um and I did and I did, and I was with a pretty boy, but he turned out to be also a dumb boy, and a psychopathic boy, yeah, so I don't really know if I'm ever gonna, like, if I'm ever gonna date again, like, I can't, I can't imagine going on a date with somebody, like, I actually can't imagine, I completely get, like, if you meet somebody through a friend, or, like, if you're at the same place, and, like, you know, you can, you can sort of, like, you know, have a conversation and it's not awkward, whereas, like, actually going on a date with somebody knowing that this is, like, do or die, make or break, it, I'm either interested in you or I'm not, or, or, like, I'm either attracted to you or you're ugly, oh, my god, that, I have chest pains, I have chest pains thinking about it, something I did really want to update everybody on was the fact that I started watching Love Island Games, and I've well and truly finished it, it's absolutely phenomenal television, absolutely phenomenal television, I was really and truly fixated from the minute it came on, right until the very end, 
it was absolutely phenomenal and I really recommend that everybody go and watch it um and obviously if you're in the UK like me grow up and get a VPN or you know (laughs) um there's a lot of ways to get around these things but that show is so good and I I realize that I don't I actually don't even know if I can watch regular Love Island after this like it was that good and so I feel like who knows if I'm going to be able to uh watch another series I know that All Stars is coming out soon and I'm definitely going to try to watch it I feel like that would be because they already kind of know each other and they already have this kind of there'll be this like weird dynamic because obviously clearly a lot of them have like would have met each other through like going to the same places and stuff like that or even if they've like been on the same season that would be really really interesting to watch um and I hope it's not boring but games was incredible like I genuinely thought it was going to be so bad yeah I thought it was going to be so bad because when I saw the trailer I kind of was like oh I don't know about mixing people because um it kind of feels like mixing friendship groups because I haven't watched any of the USA ones but I've kept up with it through Twitter (laughs) and I've watched all the UK ones and I actually did watch Love Island France the first season Love Island France was unhinged unhinged obviously the show is made by the people the people are what makes it and Love Island France just got the casting so the casting was so absurd and so bizarre but somehow they magically got it right like it was so weird the characters that came in when i tell you i was like so truly invested in the show and the couple that won the show were just fascinating to watch from the beginning till the end um god bless them i really hope for uh an abundant future for them uh because they are still together but that that wasn't even like the most interesting obviously they it was so interesting to see them like fighting they were literally fighting like they were a couple from Bridgerton I'm not even joking they were literally so passionate about each other which is kind of nice but it was really intense watching them argue but there was also like a guy that was like maybe touching 40 and he'd already done like loads of reality before and then there was also a woman that had already done a bunch of reality shows and so she was quite known when she went in there and there was a guy that was like trying to make it as an influencer and had like taken a girl to a secret room and told her like we're gonna we can we can win this if we just like get our shit together but then he blindsided her so she got up and did a whole speech about how he blindsided her and it was like insane um and there was also a guy that came on a guy came on in like the last week as a bombshell the guy had gotten married the year before and he was still married and his wife did not know he was going on the show and she filed for divorce while he was in the show and what's insane about love island france is that there was live streams right and i was watching this one live stream and um he was trying to move to this girl and the girl (laughs) the girl was like not really that interested but she was just talking to him and then you could see that he'd been like taken off of the camera by the producers the producers had said to him something and then he comes back and then I'm I think I mean I don't know French but I'm pretty sure he said something like well yeah okay I am still technically married but and it was just insane it was all over Twitter and like the woman had put like the like the marriage certificate out and it was this whole thing and I just thought 
they have struck gold with this. Like, I don't know who thought of this, but this is incredible. And so, yeah, there were people from Love Island, France. Oh, sorry, I was kissing the mic. I've had a few drinks, guys. Sorry. I was literally kissing it. Um, There was a guy from Love Island, France in Love Island Games. And he didn't last very long, bless him. I, it was really interesting seeing, like, the people who'd clear kind of language barriers because they spoke really good English, but then they definitely interpreted things in ways that other people in, were interpreting differently. And so I do feel for people like that, and I really hope that they have, like, more Islanders from other seasons like that on next year, just because I feel like they were outnumbered and maybe that's not necessarily fair. But the in terms of, like, mixing casts like that they actually really did well I thought it was going to be really awkward to watch and that people wouldn't understand each other but they really all got on they all clicked they all like had dynamics to them and and it was really really interesting and the games were so good because it literally was anyone's game like you could lose because you were too short you could have lost because you were too um you weren't strong enough you could have lost because you weren't like sexy enough like you could have lost because you don't know your partner well enough, like all sorts of shit. And you could have lost at any time. And it was just brilliant. It was like, literally, they wanted you on the edge of your seat every time. And of course, there is that Love Island bit to it, where like, they're having kind of these boring conversations that and that you probably could skip through. But it was really interesting to see like a games aspect being added to it. And I, I don't want to spoil it for anyone because I want everybody to watch it and I want everyone to tune in and come back to me and say you were right but I'm just going to tell you it's a very satisfactory ending incredibly satisfactory and I think next season I would love I'd love it to see to see it go the other way just to see just to prove how it could really and truly be anyone's game because I feel like I was so happy with the result with this season so so happy and I'm so thankful that the winners were the winners but I would love to see I would love to see like just some random people because the, the people that make it to are random as fuck like I don't even know how a lot of them made it to that final um and so yeah that was a really good show um and I've also gotten obsessed with one of the girls in it oh there's a girl her name is Justine oh, she is the most beautiful girl I was just talking to this girl yeah when I was out and she's this lovely girl I went to school with and I was telling her all about how I'm obsessed with this girl because she is literally like my fitness goals for the year because her if you go on her Instagram just go on Justine's Instagram yeah I'm sure I'm sure if you just type in Justine Love Island it'll come up on, on Google she is so fit and I'm not even I'm not even just saying like her body her body is like unbelievable insane like incredible beautiful stunning but just the way she is like her energy she's very ethereal she's very like beautiful and like just like the way she carries herself I love it I'm obsessed with her and she could literally tell me anything and you know who could tell me anything Molly May now Molly May I wouldn't categorize her in the same way as I would Justine because Molly May and I'm, I'm saying this with true love because I genuinely I'm a massive Molly May fan and people find this very surprising about me but I'm a huge Molly May fan just because I feel like that girl has done it like let's respect it like we have to respect it she's done it she's knocked it out of the park do you know what I mean 
So I feel like um, with Molly May, I love the fact that she knows she's basic. She knows that she's not like, you know, doing anything like super groundbreaking or anything like that. But she's she's kind of like doing it the she's doing it the best way possible. Um, and I feel comforted when I watch her YouTube or like go on her Instagram. I think it's lovely. I think it's beautiful. Like yes, I hundred percent I agree that there's like problematic parts and. But, but I also don't think that I, like, pe- people just are like, oh, she's a Tory. You, I don't know that. And you know what? I'm not going to, the day she comes out as a Tory is the day I'll disregard her and I'll say, okay, I'm not a fan anymore. I'll, un- I'll click that unfollow button. But I'm sorry, her and Tommy are so gorgeous, adorable. And that baby, that cute round baby of hers, I just think it's lovely. And I think people are a bit jealous that she's got this lovely life and also I think people like to go oh well they're so young and like they're gonna regret it and stuff like that no some people they get married they have a baby that young and they're happy they're genuinely happy okay so I feel like that that's the case anyway she could literally sell me a dish rag I'm brown and I have her I have her uh, filter tan I mean come on she's got power um but the reason why I compare Justine to Molly May is because I don't get like attached to islanders or like influencers or anything like that. Um, and I'm not attached to Molly May. I just really like her. I just think she's a nice girl, you know. But Justine, Justine, genuinely, I I don't even have the same style as that girl. But if she links to a dress, I'll click the link. I'll be clicking the link because I want to know if I can look that good too. Oh my god, when I tell you this girl is so stunning, like, beautiful, majestic, she's majestic, and she is my fitness goals, I'm telling you, by the end of this year, I'm going to be ripped, just like her, I'm actually going to be ripped, I'm going to be ripped, and my tits will be out, and I'll be loving life, but yeah, um, she's my new obsession, and I was literally showing this girl when I was out her Instagram and she followed her immediately she was like thank you for this because she's my new inspiration as well she's just stunning all around gorgeous I would really really recommend that everybody watch Love Island Games because it is fantastic fantastic television Love Island Games now ranks second in my like grand tv list um I haven't actually finalized the list but I can tell you that my top three is Celebrity Big Brother series 17 that's number one and then it's Love Island Games season one and then it's uh, Love Island UK season five. Um, uh, I've actually got to finalise the list because that's really like the reality list. Um, I feel like I probably should categorise like fiction and stuff in another list, but really and truly, reality is stranger than fiction. Truth is often stranger than fiction. I don't know what the saying is, but I really resonate with it because reality television just knocks it out of the park for me. Like it really does. It scratches an itch that fiction just can't scratch it just can't um so yeah I think you need to go watch Love Island Games obviously when I said a Celebrity Big Brother series 17 that was the series with Gemma Collins and Tiffany Pollard and Angie Bowie and (laughs) Christopher Maloney um and Jonathan Chaban like just stupid chaotic crazy people that the fact that they managed to get them into one house is absolutely magical um the storylines that happened in that season continued outside like David's dead is the most iconic thing that's ever ever happened 
in my life um my friend actually got me a t-shirt with the whole like monologue on it for my birthday and it's like one, a prized possession of mine uh shout out hannah um and then also like there was a couple on there like a showmance but the girl was like cheating on her boyfriend on tv and then she got pregnant by the guy afterwards but he wasn't claiming the baby so th- they literally did a live dna test on this morning on british morning television they did a live dna test to prove that he was the baby and he was the baby he was the dad <laughs> to prove that he was the dad and they proved it it was holly willoughby and philip schofield doing this live dna test and they said jeremy you're the father of steph's baby and i just think stuff like that where it's like oh my god stuff actually continued david's dead right david's dead happened if you don't know what david's dead is i urge you to pause this and go into youtube and type in david's dead was it was the most phenomenal thing that i've ever had the pleasure of watching live on tv it was absolutely thrilling and after the show um the david that she thought that was dead david guest who was alive in the house actually died he actually died and tiffany had had t-shirts out that said david's dead as merch and she had to pull it she couldn't sell it anymore because David actually died. And that's not funny at all. But I can't lie to you. When I saw that headline of Tiffany Pollard has had to pull merch because David Guest has actually died. I'm sorry. That How can a comedy of errors continue to make me laugh so much? Somebody brought up David's dead for the first time after I hadn't thought about it in a while. That is my Roman Empire, by the way. I hadn't thought about it in a while. Somebody brought it up. And I cried laughing. I cried. I cried. And it's going to be the thing when I'm like in my 50s, in my 60s. Somebody brings it up and I cry to the point of tears. And I'm just so thankful that reality television exists for those moments. Um, yeah, I went on a little bit of a tangent. But yeah, I am actually, ugh, I'm so many like, I've had loads of Aperol spritz and Prosecco. So I have definitely got to just get in the shower now and just wash wash away my night of sins. Um, but yeah, um, love and peace to the world. 